The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir. Good morning, Boston. What's up? It's the Boston Podcast. And as such, whether you are on your way down to the Cape for a barbecue, maybe, or you're stuck in traffic on the expressway or someplace. Dude, it's cool because you're listening to the Boston Podcast, Boston's own, Boston's own, Boston's own, and Boston's only independent daily podcast Monday through Friday that I know of. No one has, I'm looking at my guest, Allie, who I'm going to introduce in a moment. Do you know of any daily podcast in Boston that comes out Monday through Friday? No, I do not. No, you don't. Um, because I don't think there is one. But if there is one, like, it's cool. Like, um, we can be friends. So email me at david at pod617.com and uh, we'll talk. I'll have you on the show. Anyway, I already uh, teased as to who my guest was. She is a motivational speaker. She is an expert when it comes to personal development, self help. You can hear all about her. She's awesome. It's Allie Litt, ladies and gentlemen. Allie. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, can you pull the microphone a little bit closer? Yes, I can. Cool. Um, Here we go. We want to hear that um, the rasp in your voice. You were telling me that your voice is unusually raspy today. Yes. I got sick about a week ago. I should probably go see a doctor or it's just uh, allergies. The allergies have been terrible. I have allergies. You have seasonal allergies like me, like pollen. I did not get them until I got old. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a cool <laughs> thing about getting old? Like, some things get better as you get old. Well, not too many things, I guess. But, but like, I used to have asthma, and I outgrew it. I, like, woke up well, one day, cool. and I was like, hey, no asthma. Cool. But allergies seem to get worse every year. And the pollen count goes up every year. Like, this is actual fact, I'm told. And don't it sucks. Don't they say when it rains? When it rains, that yeah. you don't have allergies? So uh, I don't know why it's still there. You would think the allergies... Allergies would wash away the pollen. Right. And it's raining today here in Westwood, um, and just a yucky day. Right? Yeah. All in the way you look at it. <laughs> I just told my yoga class that today. That's really funny. Oh, well, tell me more. So, uh, like we said, motivational speaker, self-help, motivation, all these cool things. By the way, before I forget, check Ali Beth's whole deal out at AliBethStories.com. That's A-L-I-B-E-T-H. I don't need to spell Beth for you, my listeners. You're <laughs> smart. You know how to spell Beth. AliBethStories.com. And um, you'll see what she's all about. But um, And, and it, you teach yoga as well. I do. I so teach adults like, and children. Okay. So let's... Well, you know, the, 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 the children thing, that's particularly interesting to me because I didn't know children know how to do yoga... Children are always, like, um, pretzeling themselves into weird shapes anyway, so I guess we should just call it yoga. No, that's not what it is. So do kids get into it? Well, that's really interesting you said pretzeling Mm -hmm. it in because I have my own business Mm -hmm. through Pretzel Kids Yoga. Oh, come on. That's what it's called? Yeah. It's really funny you say that. But So I got certified. I teach preschool kids. One of them is my daughter, who is definitely the worst of the bunch. Um, (laughs) At least she does it, though. Uh, sort of. She likes to show off in the middle of class and run around laughing. How old is this young woman? 
They're all about three or four, but she's five. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. your little one's five. Oh, what? Yes. Okay, so three, three. You're teaching three and four year olds <laughs> yoga. And five. How, you, I mean, you can, and, fi- and and of course this five year old. Yes. Who, who sounds lovely and a little preco- <laughs> precocious, I guess. But she is. How do you? So how do you even? I, I I'm I'm really impressed because you and I talked about this before we started recording, and I knew you taught yoga to kids, but I didn't realize they were this little. Oh yeah. Like Pretty isn't cool. isn't it a challenge just to? Get keep them, them to sit in one place. Yeah. So what we do is there's a whole, you know, from the beginning to end, there's like a bell curve and right. we follow it every time we have a manual. Um, we get different ideas. We plan a lesson. Mm-hmm. And so when we first started, there were 10 kids and it was a little bit of a shit show. And then, <laughs> and then it, um, it got a little better once they got on a routine. And so it always starts out, you know, with, Let's imagine we're on our mats and our mats are, you know, towels and they're lifting up above the earth and they hit a cloud and the cloud tastes like cotton candy. Mm. And then, you know, it they're drifts like off. Prince, Princess Jasmine and Aladdin on the Yeah, there it's a lot of imagination. Right. You know, and they play games where they have to, you know, pick up marbles with their toes mm. um, and put them in the, the jar. But just like adults, kids need mindfulness and yeah. they need to chill out. It's kind of like you're tricking them into doing yoga, but that's okay. True. I think it's <laughs> True. It is a little bit tricky. At whatever it takes, right? Yeah. So, um, and adult yoga too, the whole yoga thing. Adult yoga for yoga works, yeah. Now, okay. And uh, so I've never done yoga, but you promised me you'll teach me at some point. And I it'll will. Be, yeah. Is, is um, if you had to rank like the benefits of yoga, I've heard all kinds of things. So it's it's good for just kind of stretching and being just in good physical shape, right? And it's strenuous, right? Tell me more. Pretty much, I would say 85% of my workouts is yoga. And right. do I look obese? <laughs> <laughs> Allie has not an ounce of body fat on her. If you could see here, you would agree with me. Oh, yes, thank no, you. you're not, ob- you're the opposite, whatever the opposite of obese is. Yes. Well, so I do hot power vinyasa. And okay. it's founded on a foundation called Ashtanga, which is um, you would be amazed to see what these people can do. They can forward fold and bring their head to their feet. You know, like mm-hmm. they can stand in a posture standing for a minute. I, um, I think I had some vinyasa the other day with some baba ganoush and some hummus. <laughs> Isn't that what that is? Like it was delicious. No, I don't know. Must have been what, your Passover I don't seder. Know. <laughs> Uh, can we confess that we're being bad Jews today? We, Shh, we probably don't tell be... anyone. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you feel guilty, we're supposed to feel. Uh, no, this is not the Day of Atonement, of course. But we're, we're doing the to... podcast to like make are... up for the fact that we're that's, not celebrating Passover. That's right. Yeah, we're working. We're doing good. We're exactly. spreading. We're spreading gospel of some sort. Yes, that's appropriate for Pesach. See, mom, I'm See? busy. I'm working. <laughs> She's doing just fine, Mom. She's she's making people happier in yoga and all the other stuff she does. Um, so right, so well, all right. So let's back up. Vinyasa, what is that? I don't know what that is. Vinyasa is well, yoga is basically postures and breath and movement. Right. And it's physical, it's mental, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody named Patanjali, one of the four founders of yoga, has something called sutras, which is like the Ten Commandments, right? right. You know the Ten Commandments. Uh, and <laughs> don't quiz me. I know a couple of them for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. So what he says, this isn't the Ten Commandments, it's just like the foundations of yoga. Got it. What he says is yoga is the cessations of the fluctuations of the mind. Right. So it's basically when you're in a posture and your mind's going crazy and you're thinking, oh my God, I can't hold this anymore. See, yoga's really really difficult well 
let's not say difficult. Some of the postures are really I've heard strenuous, challenging. Yeah, they're intense. Yeah. you know, you hold a posture for fifteen breaths, and those are really long breaths. You're in a posture for a really long time, and you're saying to yourself, "Well, I want to get out of this. I want to get out of this. When are they going to tell me to get out of this?" And as an instructor, we say to them, "Your mind is racing." But where can you soften around that? Because just like how you have to stay in this posture, and it's only 15 breaths. It's not like forever. Right. You know it's going to end. Yeah. But just like real life, when you're in a situation that causes you to react, how can you just breathe through it and not react, respond? Mm -hmm. So, so much of what we do in yoga not only is strenuous and physical, but also it's so much mental that we could take out into the real world. Right. And it was yoga and other coaching practices I had that really made me want to be, you know, living my life as a motivational speaker. Cool. So when you fin when you finish a session of yoga, you should feel not only like uh, revived. Well, you correct me if I'm wrong. Revived both body and soul. Is that a thing? Yeah, mental yeah. for mental. sure. And you do the hot yoga thing, too. I do hot yoga. So Sweat how, it out. So Sweat how, it out, babe. So how hot is it in that room? <laughs> uh, we tell people it's 95, but definitely over 100. It is over 100. Wow. But we all say the thermostat is wrong. So who knows? The thermostat, I don't think, was designed to go up that high. Yeah, I don't like think in a it was either. Room, right. It's in like a room in an office building that I don't think was meant for this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Shh. Right. Yeah. I would like to try that actually. I've never done it. Mm. But it's it seems like like, you know, I'm at least I think you'd really like it. Well, I, do. I mean, for starters, I'm half Jewish at least, so I like a good schwitz, you know. <laughs> so it's like if you get schwitz and actually you might as well exercise There's at the same time. Nothing like sweating your brains and, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um so cool. So but how did tell so let's uh let's talk about motivational speaking and making people feel empowered and all that other stuff that you do. Um, yeah. First of all, why? So your website is called AllieBethStories.com. Why is it called that? So I've worked around that name a lot of times. It was at once called Zen Beyond Your Storm. Um, Zen Beyond Your Storm. Yes. And I love that title, but I was mm. like, how does that relate to me? It could be anyone, right? Yeah. But it really hit home because ZBS is the name of my children, Zach, Brooke, and Sydney. Oh, my goodness. And okay. so I came up with it. So. Mm. That was great. But then I said, this isn't going to resonate with people. This isn't going to stick with people. And it was zenbeyondyourstorm.com, zenbeyondyourstorm at Instagram. It was just really long. Yeah. And so as, as much as I wanted to keep the ZBS, I knew it had to change, but I just didn't know what it was going to be. And then I realized, you know, what am I helping people with? I'm helping people rewrite their narratives, rewrite the stories that they've created in their minds that have kept them from moving forward in their lives. Right. And so I've played so many names and finally this one just stuck. And as much as I kept changing and shifting and moving, I mean, especially with my logo, like I don't know if anyone out there is developing a business or a website, but my God, it's like if you're a perfectionist, it's, it's so hard. So, I know. Let's not say hard. It's just um, it's a lot of thinking and you can drive overthinking. Yourself crazy. You can yeah. drive yourself crazy for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure you, you know, Dave. Yes, I do. Um, no, How'd you come I, no, up with the logo? Pod617.com um, yeah. came to me in a dream. Uh, and so there you go. Yeah, it was um, Jim Morrison in the desert with some weird naked Indian. <laughs> and then oh, I, I knew it had scene. to be... Yes. 
The no, doors. no, that I think I just flashed back to one of the Wayne's World movies. I think that's why Wayne, Wayne had to do a concert because he saw the naked Indian and oh Jim Morrison God. in the desert. Anyway, um, that's right, right. But no, so um, actually, I handed it off to my uh, cousin. Shout out Jeff Yaz, uh, Brooklyn, New York, hippie, sla- yeah, hippie slash uh, awesome graphic designer, and um, come help me. <laughs> let's talk. We'll talk after the podcast, but. But the thing is, like, it, I totally agree with you that, like, you, you, get, you get an idea in your head one day, and it's like, this is it, this is the name, you know, this, it, it sounds great, and maybe you get even an idea of a logo in your head, and then two things can happen. One is you can, you can totally change your mind the next day and be like, that was, that was freaking stupid, I don't know what I was thinking, or you start to show it to people, and you're, they're like, um, don't really love totally. it, don't really love it, yeah. and... and it's the last thing you want to hear. It's kind of like when you when you're at a uh, restaurant and you say to the waitress like, um, "How's the fettuccine Alfredo?" And the, the waitress says, eh, it's, "It's not everyone's favorite here." Yeah, you and really want that? Yeah, fish. you right. I yes. just wanted her to say yes. I just wanted her to say yeah. Oh my god, it's awesome! And like, it's I the do best. That all the time. Right. It's like oh a leading god. question, and so you don't. Yeah. I don't actually want to hear that my logo sucks. But um, but then you sort of take a breath and you. You go back. When I used to work for Lawyers Weekly, we came up with uh, a mag- an idea for a magazine about the law, but written for the consumer. So regular, regular uh, average Joe out there wants to learn a little bit about the law. So it's written mm-hmm. in layman's terms, and it was, it was um, a cool magazine. It lasted like eighteen months, and then two thousand eight hit, and um, we had to kill it. But we had so the what? What did I like? Uh, it wasn't Legal Eagle. Mm, no, I wanted to call it the law. I'm like, it's just called the law. That's mm-hmm. it. It's called the law. And people are like, eh, boring. boring. Boring, right? Yeah. So someone said legal, legal. And I, at first I thought that's, that's cliched, legally. Everybody's a legal, legal. Um, mm-hmm. Someone said outlaw, which I thought was cool. It's like a, and we ended up calling it, ex- yeah. we ended up calling it exhibit A. And, oh, um, cool. which was pretty cool. Yeah. It was so it was the best of the lot, but then like you know, like two weeks after we launched, I'm like maybe we should have gone with Outlaw. Maybe we should have gone with something I know. else. You then can you drive second guess yourself for Ex- sure. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So Al- so we're on our way to Ali Beth stories. Ali Beth stories. So so it's you, you you're rewriting people's stories. You're helping, helping them, them helping them rewrite their own yes. stories. And I like having um, people know that I have a team mentality, which is to teach, empower, advise, and motivate. Wait a minute, I gotta write all this down. <laughs> I lost you after teach. No, I'm sorry. Teach, do it again. I'm teaching people teaching, yep. how to rewrite their stories, right. empowering them to feel good about themselves, which is key. Right. If you don't feel good about yourself, you can't feel good about the world around you and you're not gonna attract goodness into your life. Mm-hmm. So we need to teach you how to do that. Then I advise them on that and I motivate them mm-hmm. since I'm a big motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my past as a, you know, cycle instructor, a rowing instructor, uh, you know, bar instructor, a, uh, what else have I done? Yoga. Did you say yoga? Yeah, yoga, but that's last. Okay. Um, I said ins- rowing. done a lot of instructing. And I work for B-Tone, so I did like a tone class. I have did a lot of instructing. Okay. A lot of like, come on, bring it. Right. And that's yeah. that's uh, not as easy as it looks, right? Like, oh God, like no. you can't just. You, I mean, part of it is screaming at people, I guess, and getting them. Eh, not yoga, <laughs> but <laughs> definitely the spinning and the toning and the rowing. Mm-hmm. And bar is a little softer. 
bar the the workout bar thing b a r r e b a r e you're th- not just b a r e that would be bear right? b a r r e okay i got it all right yeah. Yeah. um s- the uh you're throwing all these workout um, you're not in the workout world uh, no, I, listen, I got nothing against, against working out. I used to do the boot camp thing. I'll try any <laughs> trick to trick myself into um, working out because I don't like it. So, but but um, I've been playing. See, that's all mindset. All right. So, so how are you going to motivate me to change my habits? So tell me, what about yeah. it don't you like? Um, it hurts. Um, I'd rather sleep a little later. Poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is? It is that th- it is that thing. It it really is that especially when What time is late? You want to sleep later. What time is late? No, I mean it's you know what it's not even What that. time do you wake up? I wake up at six. I start editing podcasts because we have such a rigorous schedule here at pod617.com. Did you know we produce podcasts here? You should get your own podcast. It's a great way for professionals to connect with their entire oh, professional come on. world. Pod617.com. Fun is this? this is a fun job. You're right. Imagine the people who have to wear suits and go to work every day. You're right. I haven't worn a suit in a while. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's not that. I should get, a, I should get away from excuses. What time do you go to bed at night? too late you know, like midnight I mean, okay but what are you doing are you working um no uh you know from 10 p.m to midnight i'm usually watching tv but then i'll have like the computer open and maybe responding to some emails and stuff like that okay oh i love this i'm getting my whole my whole world is getting broken down here is Go it ahead. possible yes. that you could maybe have a machine in your house and be doing yes watching a show and be on a machine yes. absolutely okay so just like anything else, would you be right now smoking a cigarette? Um, no. Why? Uh, uh, well, I don't smoke. Wait, I don't understand the question. <laughs> would I, right now, would I be smoking a cigarette? Like what would hold you back? From getting the machine? Yeah. And doing what you just suggested? Right. Nothing. It's a good idea. I don't know why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess because... Uh, and this is a really, you know really what? like they, quick I mean, conversation. No, I know. But you know what? It, it is It is mindset, though, because there's a, there's a mini gym in my apartment complex, and it would take me all of like 40 seconds to walk downstairs there, and there were TVs in there. And so I guess do what? It. You just convinced yourself. A habit does Damn, not take long. Good. She's good. A habit doesn't take long. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm here to tell you about an affliction that affects millions of Americans every year. It's growing and there's no end in sight. I'm talking, of course, about podcast envy. Hi, I'm George. I suffered from podcast envy. Sure, I had a podcast, but it wasn't the biggest deal. It was just insignificant compared to other podcasts. I felt so inadequate. Hi, I'm Buck. I felt myself consistently looking at other podcasts. They seemed so massive. My friends and I were finally able to conquer podcast envy when I found the Boston Podcast Network. They gave us a new podcast, a mighty powerful one too. They even gave it a name, Shawshanked. We finally had a podcast, one we could hold up high and be proud of. We were now able to whip out our podcast and expose it publicly. Thousands of people received our podcast on the internet on Pod 617. Some enjoy our podcast in bits and spurts. Many prefer to swallow it whole. Either way, don't wait any longer. Please act now. End your own podcast envy. Go to pod617.com and take hold of your own podcast. Find our podcast Shawshank. See if you can handle it. Don't be ashamed of your little podcast. Get a big one. 
at pod617.com. We're going to get back to uh, everything that you do because I want to make sure we hit all of the um, stars in your galaxy, so to speak. <laughs> but um, I just... Uh, do you have a favorite scene about motivation like in um, movies or TV or anything like that? If you don't, it's okay. Allie's unprepared for this question. I just thought of what mine was, and I'm going to play it for you. Hold on, hold on. Let me think of something. I mean, people think of Rocky, like a training sequence in Rocky. Come on, you're giving me ideas in my head. All right. Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me feel. Let me channel. Why don't I play... Yeah, you play play yours. I'll think about it. I'll play this one for you while you think about it. If you haven't heard of this, be ready for your world to be rocked so um i haven't watched tv in like five years so i'm out of the this loop. is like an old movie and ironically i think it's a christian movie like one of those <laughs> but uh but i didn't know that before i saw it so picture this the name of this movie is called facing the giants i don't know why it's called that whatever it doesn't matter it's about a high school football team i guess this one scene this coach is trying to motivate his team and they do this thing called the death crawl where you need to crawl um, on your, you know, hands and knees with a teammate on your back. So you're basically like chugging along, you know, elbow, elbow, knee, knee, elbow, elbow. And I guess there's a question as to how far people can actually make it. But um, I don't know how long I'll let this run. It's a really good scene. But let's listen to this. Mm. I can go to the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back. But even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. All right. Your best. Okay. You gonna give me your best? I'm gonna give you my best. All right, one more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. So he's got this kid, hold, smaller teammate. All right, let's go, bro. On, on his back. Keep your knees off the ground. Just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. How we brought facing the Giants, I guess. Yeah. There you go. This was a video of my network marketing. It's a good start. A little bit left. A little bit left. It's really amazing. There you go, Brock. All right, so he's still he's struggling a little bit, but he's still going. Yeah. Well, Ellie. Spoiler spoiler alert. Sorry. They can't see it. That's it, Brock. That's it. Out of the twenty yet? Forget the twenty. You give me your best. You keep going. That's it. No, don't stop, Brock. You got more in you than that. Hey, done. Just rest in a second. You gotta keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Don't quit till you got nothing left. There you go. Keep oh, moving. This is so good. Keep moving. So good. I don't know why. It's really simple too. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. Keep driving it. Keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. That's it. Your very best. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. And there, there are other go. kids on there the team go. who are sort of standing and taking notice. Keep driving it. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. I want everything you got. Come on, keep going. It hurts. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. He's heavy. I know he's heavy. I'm bad out of strength. Then you negotiate with your body to find more strength, but don't you give up on me, Brock. You keep going, you hear me? You keep going. You're doing good. You keep going. Do not quit on me. You keep going. It hurts. I know it hurts. You keep going. 
You keep going. It's all hard from here. 30 more steps. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Keep going. Uh, I got one of my own. It's all hard. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Come on. Keep going. You will be now we got the entire team standing and watching this. It's not too hard. You keep going. Come on, Brock. Give me more. Give me more. Keep going. 20 more steps. 20 more. Keep going, Brock. Give me your back. Don't quit. No. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Brock Kelly, you don't quit. Keep going. Keep going. Go, Brock Kelly. You don't quit on me. So he finally hits the ground here. We got the other kids watching in amazement. Look up, Brock. You're in the end zone. So I guess he just went 100 yards, and most kids go like 20 or 30 or whatever. Brock, you are the most influential player on this team. If you walk around defeated, so will they. Don't tell me you can't give me more than what I've been seeing. You just carried a 140-pound man across this whole field on your arms. That's it? 140? <laughs> Brock, I need you. God's gifted you with the ability of leadership. Don't waste it. Coach? Can I count on you? Yes. Coach? What is it, Jeremy? I wear 160. <laughs> See, he weighs, he weighs 160. So I don't, I don't even, uh, uh, we can break down why that's such a compelling scene. But it gives me, the, I was just like, Allie, you probably saw me. I'm grabbing my arms because I got goosebumps yeah. on my arms. And all I kept thinking was, what a great coach. Like you, you believed, like yeah. co any coach can yell, right? Yeah. But for some reason, you believed this coach when he said, don't give up on me. Don't give up on me. I just want your very best. I just want yeah. your very best. Yeah. What did you What did you think? I mean, if that coach wasn't there, that kid would have given up. Right. And I related him because I've gone, you know, to a gym before and lifted like, geez, like over 100 pounds, like mm -hmm. squatting. Mm -hmm. That is not easy for those people out there who do that. Right. And the only reason why I did it is because somebody was in my ear saying, keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going. And if you don't, if you don't believe that person, you're not going to keep going, but you just do. And this is what you do. Yeah. And a lot of people think they don't need a coach or a motivator or whatever. It's like, no, I'm fine. I could like, <laughs> like to me, it's, we all know what we can do. Like we all know we can, like, I have like gone on diets and lost like, you know, 25 pounds. And it's like, well, I can do that if I want to, but it's different when you sort of want it in an aspiration, aspirational sense, like in your head, but because of the day-to-day -day stresses of life and the things you got to do, you just don't get around to it. But if you hire a coach, you know, if you have someone in your ear, or if you sort of sign up for something that's like a group effort and you don't want to let everybody else down, it's a different kind of motivation. Is that well, right? Or you tell me. You're the expert. Yeah. No, I agree. But I think 
the type of coach that would appeal to you if you're looking for one that I am mm-hmm. is, you know, I've hired a ton of coaches in She's my time. She's pitching me on this podcast, people. <laughs> Shameless. And God bless you. I'm the same way. All right. So here's the deal. Yep. Well, you're different, Dave. You're mm-hmm. you're already doing what you love. But for those of you mm-hmm. out there who are in a job and doing the same monotonous thing every single day and saying to yourself, Many you know, my passion is drawing. My passion is singing. My passion is acting. My passion is writing. Why the hell am I doing you know, law. It, selling, Why the hell am selling I doing? insurance. Like, no yeah. offense, insurance people. Like, yeah, or, or lawyers. No or offense. Law- yeah, we're Allie, both lawyers. Allie and I are both That's lawyers. That's a whole other story. Doing other things. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, if you say to yourself, like, "Why am I stuck at this job?" and you feel like you're on the rat race every single day, well, guess what? You have this passion, and you know you've been dabbling in it. But you feel that you're hopeless. It's never going to happen. You're yeah. never going to be successful. I yeah. mean, I've been there. I don't know if you've been there. Absolutely. But Absolutely. I hired a coach. Mm-hmm. And like, I look back now and I'm like, what the hell did the coach do for me? Well, yeah. she sat there and said to me, Ali, tell me what's going on. And just sat there almost as a friend, as a companion and gave me advice. Mm. And I paid her a shitload of money right. for doing that. Yeah. And I just feel like I am such a different coach because I actually come from a ton of experience where I've had personal experience. I've had teaching experience. I've had motivational experience. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of coaches out there, you have to be mindful of it. They go and they get these coaching certificates and they say, oh, I'm a coach. Hire me. Pay me $1,000 a month. Right. And that's great and all, yet they don't have the experience. Right. So... You I coach. forget what your question. No, was. that's okay. No, we're we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. So, I liked what you said about people stuck in a certain spot yeah. in their world in their yeah. career because it's it is. I mean, one of my favorite quotes is uh, I think it was Thoreau. Pardon me if it was somebody else, but he said most men, and I think he meant men and women. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation, mm-hmm. and it's the. Um, I think I probably first heard it when I saw Dead Poets Society, in fairness. I'm not that cultured. But um, anyway, but most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Most people do lead lives of quiet desperation. It's sad to say, but right. most people do. Most people, and um, the other little factoid that always drives me in my life is there was a study done. Uh, intensive care nurses were surveyed as to what people's biggest regret was before they passed away and almost across the board people said i regret that i became what everybody everyone expected me to become instead of what i truly wanted to become and so i have another quote too oh go ahead ellie i want to hear can i add to it absolutely all right so one of my favorite one of my favorite mentors who is no longer with us dr wayne dyer and i was going to Say his movie okay. was the most inspirational for me too. Oh, cool! The shift. Um, Wait, that's a movie that he a movie about him or a movie he did? A documentary. What? Documentary yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. Wayne Dyer. There's some amazing quotes in it. Oh my okay. god. So he said, and he quoted from somebody else: "Don't die with your music still playing." That's you know what? That's so funny you say that because a lot the quote that I said. Uh, I was like, "Don't say my quote." No, Don't no, say no. My quote. But I think people. Uh, mistake your quote for my quote or vice versa because uh. the Thoreau did I say Thoreau I hope I said Thoreau, Thoreau. Um, it's getting late um, <laughs> most men lead lives of quiet desperation but um, 
a lot of people think the entire quote is most men lead lives of quiet quiet desperation and die with a song in their heart. Oh, it actually Thoreau actually didn't say that, but yeah. it's a, but if he did, it would have been pretty cool. Yeah, and so th- that's uh, and that was Wayne Dyer's words. You're telling me? Well, it was from somebody else. He oh. quotes a lot of people. Oh, I see. It's so his I don't movie. know who okay. he's quoting from. Gotcha. Somebody quotes from somebody quotes from somebody. Okay. Is the the shift right? The exactly. shift. Okay. Oh, it's my yeah. favorite. I start watching that movie and tears well up in my eyes. Let's um let's actually listen to the trailer of the shift. Oh my god, yes. Here we go. Shift your chair just a tiny bit. Sure. Perfect. Why don't we take it from where Wayne was talking about the shift? This shift, this movement from the morning to the afternoon of your life, generally it's preceded by what we call a quantum moment. It was almost as if um, some kind of force had, had taken over, and I just, I was just amazed by it. That experience that I had, not only did it get me off of alcohol, it probably saved my life. You don't believe that? (laughs) Sounds like more sitting around until some sort of epiphany comes to you. So this isn't a documentary, though, right? This is a documentary. An agreement. You signed it. No kids. Okay. I changed my mind, okay? People can change. Well, you know what? I didn't change my mind. Well, what are you going to do about it? Divorce me because I'm pregnant? I might. As a matter of fact, I'm definitely divorced. I hate you! It's <laughs> the best part. She Ooh, when you showed her. up here in this world, you showed up here from a tiny little drop of human protoplasm. A speck, if you will. And everything that was in that little speck that became you, everything that you needed was in that tiny little speck. So that's Wayne Dyer talking. Why does it have to be so hard? One minute I have the the funding to make my movie the next I know can't get the money without the talent can't get the talent without the money seriously thinking career change that's a good sign how could you ignore what's right in front of you busy doing other things all right I'm gonna stop it here for a sec this is really (sighs) interesting but also slightly confusing so Wayne Dyer was the first voice we heard, right? Yeah, and it's the yeah. bald guy. Yep. So it's kind of the main guy. Yep. But then the director, that has to be an actor playing the director, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a sort a of a movie slash documentary, I but see. there's like four different characters. So there's four different relationships. And it seems like Wayne Dyer is playing himself, but yes, everybody. Yes, he is. Okay, but everybody else is, is playing, playing these characters. You got it. All right. See, there you yeah. go. Okay. It's, it's funny how you can. Oh, t- gives yeah. me chills. It, so we should watch this. Yeah. I wonder where we. It, is it like? Uh, can we stream this thing? Or uh, I don't. Well, uh, we'll find out where you can find the shift. Yeah. So tell me why you liked it. You, you said a few things, but tell me more. <sighs> well, I liked it because it's all about, you know, having your dreams and how to fulfill your dreams. There's a story about, you know, a couple, a mom with two kids, and she's playing mom for her entire life like Mm -hmm. I did with my kids, three kids. And you see her go off on, they go off on vacation Mm -hmm. and she goes into a room and closes the bathroom door and locks it, like literally locks it and starts painting. And you see that she's an amazing painter. And then she tells her husband about it and he actually supports her. And she thinks to herself, oh my God, like maybe I should actually paint. 
And so the husband is nice enough. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Um, to take the We're kids. We're not going to read anything into that I know. That don't read all. anything into we it. We won't. So to take the kids right. and say to her, why don't you spend an extra few days here and just paint? Right. And there she is, like living out her dream of painting, something that she never thought she would do. And it's just about, you know, having your passion and really following it and having the confidence to do so. Okay. So, what do you say to the person? Because I, so I used to work for Lawyers Weekly. Yeah. And as such, uh, I just knew a ton of lawyers, including a lot of lawyers who were frustrated with their situation. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, lawyering isn't, all, lawyering is great, right? I mean, you can you can awesome. you can find honor in the law. You can have great. You, Ali worked for the you worked for the AG's Attorney office, General's Attorney General's office. Yeah. office. I'm sure that was exciting. Yeah, it was. Least, yeah, awesome trials. Right. Um, yeah. What kind of cases did you handle, by Civil, the way? Civil. Okay. Employment. Okay. Slip and falls, subrogation. Defending the state. Yes, correct. Well, we thank you for def- we thank you for your service, Ali. Well, you're Lett. welcome. <laughs> Defending the Commonwealth of Massachusetts against all those frivolous lawsuits. But I digress. <laughs> but I digress. Um, a lot of lawyers, unfortunately, go in with high hopes that they're going to do something interesting and compelling and earn a good living. And um, a lot of the law is not that way. A lot right. of law is mundane. True. So a lot of people would find me and they'd say, you know, um, if you can, like, introduce me to people or something, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just, I got to get out of this law firm. It's just boring as oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and I'm doing... Uh, I'm pushing papers. I'm going to be pushing papers for the rest of my life. And and I I would Working say for a boss, blah blah blah. Yeah. And yeah. I would say, you know, well, what do you like to do? Do you like to write? Do you like to meet with people? Do you like to create things? Do and what would like... they say back? And they'd tell me, but then I'd say, okay, so what, it sounds like you should be uh, a teacher, right? Or you and and something like that. And immediately they would say, well, can't do that. It's Let like, me interject. They would say. Go. I have a family. I can't leave because there goes my income and my benefits. Mortgage, kids, forget it. This is the track I chose. For sure. I'm stuck here for another 20 years. Okay, so what do you tell tell that person? You know what's really sad is that we're born into this world. Mm -hmm. We're literally pieces of dust. I mean, we are so insignificant in this planet. And... You know, we live our lives. All we are is dust in the it's wind. It's true. And it's funny. I thought about that song today. <laughs> it is really funny. We're like on the same page. Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. So we're pieces of dust. I mean, how many people are in this universe? Um, uh, world. I'm sorry. Three uh, billion? Uh, 30 billion? A lot of billion. Definitely. A lot of billion. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about how insignificant we, we are. We are. We are not. How insignificant our stupid problems are. How insignificant. I know. Oh, God, you're playing the inspiration. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, all I we are. Allie, all we are. It's true. It's a, Dust little, in the it's wind. a little melodramatic, isn't it? Also, an unusually long but guitar intro. But you can intro. use it to pick you right. up. It, I used it, to play this on the guitar. <laughs> Has there ever been a whiter band than Kansas? <laughs> anyway, so oh, you're saying I love this song. all it's we like are a is <laughs> it is a camp song. It is you're a right. camp song. You're right. This and, myself. this and you've got a friend by James Taylor. Oh, oh yeah, curse like that, that song. Um, we used to listen to the Last Day of Camp when everyone else was crying. We'd queue up like Motley Crue or Metallica. Uh, different story. Okay, so we're all. Dust in the wind. Right. We're all little um, molecules, nothings. tiny little yeah. uh, speck. Anyway, so yeah. therefore, what? So therefore, 
what I'm suggesting. Wait, mm-hmm. we got to take the dust out of the wind out there. I can't. <laughs> Some people don't like music in the background. All right, Kansas. I liked it for what it. it was worth. Okay. 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 Um, Who's producing the podcast here, Riley? No, you're doing great. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind. You want a different song? No. No, let's go back. Okay. Let's okay. Go back. So the question was. We're all just dust in the wind. Yes. We're, in other words, you, it, and I thought where you were going was... Uh, no, you no, th- no. You, you don't have to say where I'm going, but where were you going? Oh, where was... <laughs> what was you're your stuck question? In this job, yeah. You're stuck in this job. Yes. I want to be a teacher. This is my hypothetical And they give me. up on themselves. Yeah. Right. Forget so, but, it. I can't do it. Yeah. I got all these things. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, like our quote, what we were saying is, don't die with your music still left in you. It's yes. like, what does it mean... You're 40 years old. You're 50 years old. Whatever Maybe you, you are, have yeah. 30 years of your life before you get cancer because everyone in this freaking world gets cancer these days. Knock on wood. Yes. Um, okay. Let's not <laughs> let's not go there. Um, but basically, it's like, do you want to live the Bring rest of your 20, 30 years yeah, there's a in lot. misery? No, right. Right. And you know what? Quiet desperation. You manifest, and if you guys don't know what manifesting is, it's basically like. You're a magnet to the energy that you create. So if you believe you can, you might have heard this quote, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So if you think you can't leave law or leave being a doctor or leave being whatever the hell you are, then you're right. You can't leave it. You'll never fulfill your packet, your your dream, (laughs) your what you want to do, what you were probably meant to do. No, you're you're spot on. I know, but I wasn't supposed to say package. I was saying you'll never... your promise, your mm-hmm. dream. You'll never fulfill that. You will Wait a you minute. will die trying, let's say. We're getting uh, some reaction from the internet. For some reason, people like the way you said package. I don't know why. That, that some, <laughs> of, some of our male listeners, apparently. Sorry. Uh, oh, shame on a, you. That was a mistake. Shame on you, perverts. Um, <laughs> no. So, so in other words, if you... Um, so, but it's not like... You're telling people um, leave your job at the law firm and go no, form the I'm rock band in your garage. Not. I'm right? definitely not. But what I'm don't do is, nothing. What right? I'm saying is yeah. keep the day job, but right. keep that passion going. And you know what? If you're going to say yeah. to yourself, well, it's not going to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? What if it would? Yeah, who knows? What if you would be successful? There's right. just as much chance as you would be successful as you wouldn't be successful. So right. just give it a freaking shot. Yeah. And stop doubting yourself. Yeah. Everybody Damn. doubts themselves. All I'm asking for is your very best. Ten more yards. Ten more yards. Right. Twenty exactly. more yards. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And it started. I change mean, change the way you look at things, yeah. and the things you look at change. And by the way, ooh, that was good. Yeah. Um. So Wayne Dyer quoted that from someone else as well. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna give you credit for that. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. You just, you get the golf. Wayne's my that. mentor. All right. In spirit, <laughs> he talks to me when I'm in Shavasana. Is, um, is he still with us, Wayne? Dyer? No, he's not. He, he. I'm sorry, you said that he passed away. He passed. Okay. Yeah. He'll be missed. Um, he is missed for sure. So, um, if you had to give um, just a few words of advice to someone who thinks that. You know, this is right. My story's wrong. Like, but where do I start? Like, what? Like, where do I possibly start to like rewrite my entire story? Yeah, I would tell them to reach out to me because okay. they've continued on this Ellie habit. Ellibethstories.com. Yeah. A L I Bethstories.com. No, yeah, but go ahead. Go for ahead. sure. And so, we, we, you meet with them. Yeah, there's one-on-one coaching. Okay. So I can set up a plan with them, a team plan to teach, empower, advise, and motivate them. 
to get them to rewrite their stories so that they can become the most successful person that they want to be mm-hmm. and actually have faith and belief and courage in themselves that they could do it, yeah. whatever it is. Even if their dreams are crazy, right? It doesn't just have to be their dreams. It could be in relationships. It could be in career, finance. Mm-hmm. It could be in um, health, wellness, self-love, mm-hmm. um, in any area. So it doesn't just have to be with dreams. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Um, find her at Ali Best. We're a little bit up against the clock, Ali. So thank you for. Jo- Did you have fun here on the I Boston had the Podcast? Best time I could keep going. Uh, you could. We'll have to have you back. You have, we'll thank have to have you, you back to because it's always good to have someone on the podcast to kind of lift you up. Maybe like maybe on like Mondays, like uh, you know Monday motivation. Motivational because Mondays. Motivational Mondays. Maybe we I should do, do that. I YouTube videos on those. Is that right? Yeah. Ugh, she's done it all. <laughs> she's Allie Lit. Find her at AllieBestStories.com. If you want to email her, AllieBestStories at gmail.com. On yes. Instagram, at AllieBestStories. AllieBestStories? All Allie across, Best Stories. All across the board. Yep. Um, consistency. Consistency is good. And, and we will remember you, and we will have you back here on the Boston Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend, colleague, anyone. Just make us some new friends. we got a lot of friends here at pod617.com, but we can always use more. Here in our Westwood studios, you can create your own podcast. If you would like one, you should talk to us. Find us at pod617.com and click on all those contact us buttons, and we'll start to talk about how you can be famous too. For Allie Litt, this is David. Yes, I'm just a guy from Boston here, but if you're not from Boston... You must be the other guy. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Allie. Bye.